This Christmas fireside blazing bright We're caroling through the night And this Christmas will be A very special Christmas for me I have not heard that song once this Christmas. And Henry sent it to me uh, via Spotify the other day. And I was just like, oh, I felt like it was like, that's like getting Christmas iced in my brain. Speaking of which, I saw that you got iced, Jackie, and I'm very jealous. Oh, man. Mary got me hard. It was really good. It was right before we did the um, uh, the Patreon watching of the Mariah Carey Hallmark movie last week. And it was at the bottom of a bag of other things. So I'm taking out the stuff. And then I saw in the bottom, I was like, Mary, you sly dog, you. <laughs> and bitch, I was like, take the phone. I got icing to do. So I'm very excited. I'm uh, I'm hoping, hopefully, when we watch Muppet Christmas Carol with Henry and Natalie and Wendy, I'm hoping to also, spoiler alert, ice Henry on the live stream. Yeah. So we'll see if he does it. Uh, oh, I bet he will. I bet he's going to do it with a big old frown on his face. Oh, he's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be so mad. He doesn't want to drink that. I might try and drink it in his stead, but I'm not really too sure of the rules of icing. But If you can transfer it. Yeah. Mm, I think you could probably sacrifice yourself for an ice, but then you're just giving yourself... You're just icing you're just, yourself. You're just, giving, just, you're just buying. You're just buying a schmear of ice and chugging it. Which is what I did last week. I didn't chug it, but I drank it slowly, which is worse. I'd rather chug it. Does it count though if you like? buy a six pack of Smirnoff and leave it in your fridge and then like every time you open the fridge you're like oh <laughs> I got iced oh I did it to myself this time oh man I have been I feel like I need to just point out because I'm very proud of myself Jackie and I have been Marco Poloing since last Friday I have been so busy discussing with Jackie the I didn't actually end up watching the Mariah Carey movie that you watched but I have watched so many Hallmark and more so Lifetime Christmas movies <sighs> since last week. And I had to Marco Polo Jackie about the one I watched last Friday, which was a Hallmark movie that was free on Prime called A Christmas Tree Miracle. Oh, what was that about? <laughs> what did it involve me? What was that? What happened? Is it something about the star on top of the tree? What is it? What is it? A Christmas Tree Miracle. First of all, what is with the lighting and production value in these films. Uh, you mean extremely bright? Yes. Everything oh, yeah. is... Or if you're watching the Mariah Carey movie, you can see that everyone else looks awful and is in terrible lighting, except for Mariah Carey. <laughs> Every time they had... It was like Mariah Carey was almost always in a single shot, and she just looked like she was glowing oh. like an angel. And even Lacey Chabert looked like a troll woman. Oh. <laughs> So it was Lacey Chabert and Mariah Carey. That's a pretty oh, good yeah. cast. Oh, it, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a double header. It was good. God, really, really bad. God. It was really bad. But it was Hallmark Christmas movie magic. Uh. But what I've learned in the last week is that we need to delineate between we say Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. But there's levels. Yeah. There's the ones with the budget for Mariah Carey and Lacey Chabert. 
And then there's the ones like Christmas Tree Miracle, and which the, is the lowest end of the Hallmark realm. And, and then there's Lifetime. And those are the better ones. Like the the mid-level, mid-tier, low-budget Hallmark Christmas movies, that's gold. Because I also watched a celebrity starring Christmas uh, Hallmark Christmas movie last week. I watched... It's Christmas, comma, Eve. Eve. I saw it. <laughs> wait, wait, who was Eve? Uh, Leanne Rimes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Leanne Rimes budget. Leanne Rimes travels back to her hometown uh, as an interim superintendent who had to give up her music career many years ago after, of course, getting into music with her now deceased father and she finds that she's got to make some budget cuts. <laughs> oh, this, oh, this, around this, Christmas time? Around what? Christmas time. Around Christmas time. She's got to make some budget cuts because this budget is a mess. Oh, and God. Just guess which program is on the chopping she's block. She's got to cut the music program. Got to cut she's, the music but program. But she can't. How are the children going to learn? Not only how are the children going to learn, but how is that beefcake who runs the children's pro- the children's music program, how's he going to raise his daughter yeah, yeah, if the yeah, music program is guy. cut? And furthermore, what's going to happen to the pageant that's coming up? I'll bet they're going to have some mildly antagonistic scenes towards one another before uh, falling in love. They are about the mildest of antagonistic scenes <laughs> Ooh, that I have yeah, ever seen. Yeah, it's just, I think one of them is like, they just run into each other at the coffee shop and she's like, ah, I'm getting coffee. And he's like, I'm getting coffee too. And she's like, I'm the superintendent. And he's like, okay. Yeah, that and is a, uh, they part ways. That scene you described happens in every single one. I watched another one. I can't remember the name of it, but the protagonist is named Noel. And uh, she runs into her ex at the supermarket and they both want the marshmallow uh-huh. And there's like a protracted scene uh-huh. where they're just like, I'll take the marshmallows. No, I will. And then they're like, all right, bye. <laughs> and that's like that's like the, the height of the conflict in the entire film. <laughs> I do have a quick question about It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> Did Leanne Rhymes sing in, in the movie? I Got don't to. know because I was drinking and I passed out before it <laughs> ended. Completely, honestly, that is how you should watch a Hallmark. <laughs> the movie. only correct answer to yeah. Jackie's question. And we were having an awesome time up until then, and then, but we we had both been drinking. It was a Friday night. It was after uh, we gotten out an episode, so we went out to the bar, had a few drinks, and it's like, ah, it's Christmas Eve. That's been sitting <laughs> in our queue for a while, so we'd better go home and celebrate some Christmas. We got there, and you know, joking through the first like. 30, 45 minutes or so, and then like it slowly just hit that hallmark lull. Yes, that is yeah. a real thing. You're yeah. like, am I really going to keep doing this? It's been an <laughs> yeah, hour and yeah, 15 yeah. minutes, and there's still 30 minutes left. Yeah. But sometimes an hour and 20 minutes is too long because it is, it's the 50 minute mark. Yeah. It's that half hour until it ends where you're like, ugh. Do I shit or get off the pot? I know? mean, the one I want, Christmas Tree Miracle, was an hour and 40 minutes. It's like oh. longer than a number of award-winning films. <laughs> like, it was so long. Yeah. And, yeah. and, I, and I don't know, maybe Leanne Ryan, I mean, they kept hinting at it. They kept hinting at it and hinting at it and hinting at it because she was going through some of her dad's old things, and she found a song that he had written for her. She's got oh. a thing. And the song was called... It's, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve! Eve. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I have to. Uh, now I got to watch it. See, that's the whole thing. The most disappointing part about the Mariah Carey Hallmark movie. Ding, 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 ding. She didn't fucking sing in it. You're oh. kidding. She didn't sing in it. Not Why once? didn't she sing in it? No, not at all. Wow. That's there was a- plenty of children singing in it, but... <laughs> But no Mariah Carey. Why she is there. Which, you know what? She was in Precious. She was actually really good in Precious. She is a horror show troll monster in this movie. I will say that. (laughs) Wow. I can't believe that they had her there the whole time and she didn't sing. I want this one with this person named Noelle. I wish I could remember the damn name of it. She goes back to her southern town and she has to put on the nativity because her mother, who passed away, uh, used to put on the nativity. Dead parent check. Dead parent check, yeah. and she takes it over. And it has a long... This is just some super budget actress, as far as I know. Maybe she maybe she has a career that I don't know about. But she ha- there's like a four to five minute sequence of her singing Oh Holy Night. <laughs> it, don't do that. It's a hard song to sing. Don't just have anybody sing that song. It didn't, they didn't care. They just took their time it was a long scene like they do not shy away from an extended musical scene no they don't what i really liked is that they it was a no holds barred attack against Lacey chabert from mariah carey because she was single which i thought was really great because mariah carey really truly shoved it in her face about how she was married (laughs) i'm married look at my my ring he's a doctor he's a doctor and you oh you she's single she's newly (laughs) single everyone she's welcome into the town and it was um, it was real single shaming up in there. Wow. And it's Christmas Eve was of course filmed in Maple Ridge, Canada, and other scenes oh. were formed in Chilliwack, Canada. They all are. That's the Maple Ridge is the is the town that was basically founded to be a Hallmark Christmas movie set. I, I think they have sold their souls to Hallmark. Yeah, we gotta go. Someone offered. <laughs> someone hit me up on Twitter. There was that said. I live in that town. You guys should come and see it. It was like, yeah, we should. I bet we could talk our asses onto a set of a Hallmark movie, a Christmas movie, and and be in it. I want to be in one. How do you audition for one? I actually legitimately asked my manager, how do I audition for one? And he's like, why? (laughs) The bar has got to be low. I feel bad as somebody who has, like, performed and, like, hustled to make a living i feel bad taking big shits on the actors and actresses who are in this film these films because i know that like people gotta eat but they're not good actors and actresses no it's like they just go to like a crunch gym and pick five people and say you're in the next hallmark movie yes that's great though it's giving uh, it's equal opportunity they all look like they have a gun to their back. Like, they all are, like, <laughs> clenching their teeth, smiling, like, oh, that's how we did it when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, we always had hot cocoa when we decorated the tree. <laughs> Some might say it's so easy a computer could write these scripts, just like Keaton Patty's computer wrote. So there was a bot that watched and was given thousands of scripts, thousands of Hallmark Christmas scripts. And I I don't ever want to play act on here, but I, I, we have to read this script of what this bot wrote as a, just like a fake Hallmark Christmas movie because it's truly perfect. I'm ready. 
It's called the Christmas on Christmas. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe, Marcus, if you want to read stage directions, I'm going to read The Single Mother. Yeah, and Molly, to. would you do me the favor of reading My Opposite Businessman? I'd be happy to. Slash obvious love interest. I'm a little nervous. I haven't acted in a while, you know, but I'm ready. I think that this is good. This is what the holidays are about. It's about expanding your horizons, as we know from Hallmark Christmas movies. Just like, you know, Leanne Rimes probably hadn't sung in a while, but mm. she had to in the end, probably. Mm. We don't know. And they did release It's Christmas Eve as a single. It's Christmas Oh, Eve. okay. See, now I have to... Man, yeah. I'm going to listen to this song I bet it's great see you know what throwing out there I like Leanne Rhymes. she's a fine she's a she's fine. fine there's yeah. another one I just want to point out I saw on my Hallmark uh, Christmas movie preview special that there is another film called Christmas Joy where the protagonist <laughs> is named Joy so it's Christmas Eve is one of a type <laughs> I love it <laughs> alright so here is the Christmas on Christmas interior Small town snow globe refillery. We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is widow. Her husband died in every war. Single mother. I'd refill globes better than Jesus Claus. Yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. Businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases, and he's Hallmark hot. Hi. Do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry. Christmas attack soon. <laughs> Businessman has flashback to when he was business boy. A Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. He exits the flashback. Businessman. Shut your sound. I am from Huge City. I bought your land, and I'm turning it into an oil resort. Rude behavior! This is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now bones. <laughs> Single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner, the corner of, the of the room. They are all gift-wrapped in eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> All of my wives are bones. That is America. But I must make money for my twins to live. They are a prince. I too own twins. Please don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. Laugh. I bought Christmas and now it is never. Unless we go on dates. I cannot date because of a snow curse. I pray Santa helps me. Santa cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is Bones. Bones help nobody. Bones help nobody! <laughs> Two nights the night. I'd rather give a kid a hippopotamus for Christmas than his two front teeth. Does that make me a teethist? Maybe. So sue me! But what if they're not the right size? And how do you take them back? It's a whole ordeal if you're giving them teeth. But once you slap those teeth in that kiddo's gums, they gonna be in desperate need of straighter and brighter teeth in an average of six months that costs 65% less than braces. I'm talking candid. 
<laughs> Candid makes clear aligners that are sent directly to your home and are customized specifically for you to straighten your teethies. The aligners fix crooked teeth, crowding, protrusion, and gaps. So give them a slip slap patty whack up and yawn and Candid away the falsities of their fronts. The first step after buying the teeth on the dark web is to purchase their modeling kit, which will be sent to your home so you can take impressions of your teeth. The modeling kit retails for $95. There are no office visits needed. Everything is delivered to your home, which will be great because you would have to really do a lot of explaining about your child's obviously not theirs teeth. Candid only uses orthodontists while other aligner companies use dentists or dental professionals to review customers' aligner plans. Having a real orthodontist is the main reason you love Candid. Other companies use dental professionals. Whatever that means. Probably means a Steve Martin type that will put in those front teeth in your kid's head for free just to get the pant pleasure out of it. After you send back your impressions with some photos of your teeth, Candid's network of orthodontists reviews your specific case and provides you with a 3D preview of what your treatment will look like. Your kid might get so excited that his shoved-in fronts might wiggle out, so be sure to fasten them in there with crazy glue. After you receive your 3D preview, it's completely up to you if you want to move forward with your clear aligner treatment plan. You can also talk to a real person at any time if you have questions. Questions like, do you ever think that child protection services officer will ever visit my house? Do you think I will get arrested? And here's the best part. Candid's treatment time is an average of six months and will literally save you thousands compared to the other guys. You're one step away from getting straighter, whiter teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee. Plus, when you use my dedicated link, candidco.com slash page seven, you'll save 25% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash page seven to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. Candidco.com slash page seven. I... I think that I just thank you guys for indulging me in reading this because it is so fucking funny and I want to make I want to make this I want to make Christmas on Christmas I bought Christmas now it is never <laughs> bones help nobody bones help nobody that's just I don't know there's a lot of people saying that it might be fake because he writes for the onion and stuff like that but at the same time you know what good fucking job if it is he did a good job he, I, I, I'm completely on board because uh, I mean I know that you guys are just as stressed out through the Christmas time as I am and um, honestly, Hallmark Christmas movies are the only thing that's getting me through. Is that desperate? No, that's definitely true for me, although I've been watching the lowest tier, which is Lifetime, because I can't find Hallmark on my cable lineup. So what are Lifetime movies li- like? What are Lifetime Christmas movies like? Nobody Famous is there. No. That's the difference. There is no Candace Cameron Bure. There is no Lori Loughlin. There is no <laughs> least La- No Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert. There is no Mariah. Carrie. It's just budget, budget, budget. And it's the same like trash as a Hallmark film, but it's just much somehow much worse. Is like, it also like the whole like ca- like Catholic ideologies pressed into lifetime movies as well? It's I, I can't tell if it's more or less Christian. I don't think I've seen enough of the regular Hallmark ones to compare. I mean, Christmas Tree Miracle was Hallmark and it was definitely like they definitely had angels and God in it. Um, and the Lifetime ones I've seen tend to be more about like 
sad. No, I take it back. There was one Lifetime one that had um, Melissa Joan Hart. And there's one uh, with my Christmas called My Christmas End with Jack A. Uh-huh. I love Jack A. That's <laughs> almost my name. <laughs> <laughs> but there's definitely a lot of Christianity. I mean, the, none of these channels are worried about keeping the Christ out of Christmas. You know? No, I mean it's a it's pretty it's a given. Yeah, nothing wrong. It's not like Christian rock. Like it's not like I don't feel like I'm trying to be converted. <laughs> During the movie, but I also feel like there's no effort to kind of like non-denominational. This isn't about the birth of Christ, which is fine. That's more of what my question is. More of just like, are they like at least more inclusive? I guess is what my question is. The one that I saw about that that bitch named Noel, it was all about the nativity, you know. So I think mm. that it is. It was pretty Jesusy. Mm. Oh God! And ugh, this is one of the worst movie synopses that I've ever heard. It's a lifetime Christmas movie. It's called The Christmas Contract, uh, and the only person with the credit is one dude was in a couple episodes of One Tree Hill, <laughs> a web designer, Ooh. and her BFF's brother enter a legally binding agreement. If he helps her avoid an awkward run-in with her ex during a return visit home. She'll build him a website to promote his upcoming novel. Totally normal. Yeah, no, I think that's great. It's just a website. It's just a website quid pro quo. But yeah, also like just like subtle hints at like sexual servitude, you know, like what happens if I break the claws, you know? And that's sexy. And that's the difference between Lifetime and Hallmark is that there is an undercurrent of sex. Like, Ooh, maybe I'll break my contract. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's definitely possible to watch a Lifetime movie and think the whole time about like them like ravenously making out. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if they're all hanging out on the poinsettia farm if you're watching poinsettias for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Tree Miracle was about a Christmas tree farm. A lot of farms playing central roles in these films. Yeah, because they got to deliver all these poinsettias for the Christmas parade. But guess what? Poinsettias haven't turned red yet. So what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Apparently, uh, Ellie is going to fall in love with the local botanist. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of Christmas parades and Christmas um, fairs and other Christmas events that Mm -hmm. I feel like my life has been completely bankrupt of <laughs> and I'm really upset after spending the last week watching these events everyone's like you know, we can't miss the Christmas fair every year we do the snowman <laughs> ring toss and I'm like my life is so empty no you just you need to create more traditions Molly every year the kids have a snowman building contest with mom and dad and every year the winner buys hot apple cider (laughs) oh i'm gonna win this year like i don't have any of these traditions my life is totally meaningless who's got the time i don't have the time to make new traditions every year my favorite though is that i was just looking up because i remember watching part of a a Jewish centric Hallmark movie, but they really burrowed in. They're like, do you see? She's Jewish. <laughs> oh, but see how meddlesome her Jewish mother is. Oh, Although no. it was starring Joey Lawrence called Hitch for the Holidays. Oh, huh. Gavalt. How many times is that? <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's just, it's things like. 
But things get complicated when Rob's Catholic clan and Julie's Jewish family get involved. With Christmas coming and Hanukkah around the corner, they double their efforts to keep the charade going, only to discover their fake feelings may be a little too real. Oh, they're fake. No. They're fake in, in in love for Christmas. I don't know if you figured it out from the the one sentence I read. <laughs> figured it out. Why are they faking it? Yeah. Why? Because her um her very meddlesome Jewish mother from New York uh, can't handle her being single for another Christmas uh, or Hanukkah. Excuse me. Oh God, Hanukkah. <laughs> Your love life is smellier than a gefilte fish. Oi vey! <laughs> it just it makes it. It's like where my big fat Greek wedding did it right. I feel like Hitch for the Holidays definitely did it wrong. I love you know? that, that just taking a trope that is a Christmas trope not in real life like nope like well maybe in real life you could say oh I go home for the holidays and my family doesn't want me to be single or whatever like that's maybe kind of real but you take that and then just mash it onto a Jewish holiday like <laughs> yeah also <laughs> nobody can be single for Hanukkah <laughs> like, like that's not a thing <laughs> that's not a thing I don't know if it's a thing. Maybe it's a thing, but I don't know if it's a thing. I don't think it's a thing. Nope. Found another name themed one. Jingle Bell, starring Tatiana Ali yeah. from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Big name. Yeah. Every year, Isabel and her high school sweetheart, Mike, rocked their small town's annual Christmas Eve pageant with a sweet Christmas duet. Years later, Isabel returns to her hometown to write music for the pageant, and she is shocked to learn that... Guess... He... Is the person who runs the pageant? Exactly. Yes! <laughs> oh, Molly, you're too good. See, I'm not on my game yet. Oh man! Oh, we missed the premiere of a Shoe Addicts Christmas. That's oh, the Cameron Cannon part Dark of one. a Shoe Addicts Christmas. <laughs> oh, I watched part of a Shoe Addicts <laughs> Christmas. Me, and tell it, me about it. Spoiler alert! Again, it is not good. Yeah. Tell me. See. The thing about Candace Cameron Bure, even though she is probably the biggest name that Hallmark has, she is an atrocious actress. Mm, yeah, she is not worthy of the handsome Christmas-loving firefighter that she courts in A Shoe Addict's Christmas. Which is the only reason why I watched part of the movie is because that there was a sexy firefighter in it, and also because Gene Smart was in it, and I love Gene Smart. But that's just... So they had a double hitter. I don't know if Gene Smart is as much of a, you know household name the way Candace Cameron Bure is, but, you know, she's a great character actress, not in this movie, mm. but, she, but also, oh, that's what I forgot to mention, Kathina Jimmy is in the Mariah Carey movie as well, the Hallmark movie, huh. and one of my drinking game rules was drink every time Kathina Jimmy is way too good to be in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because she is. That's the thing with the Hallmark, there is like, since there's kind of a range of talent in the cast, it gives you a little bit of variety to be like, oh, what is this actual character actress doing here? Like, this poor person has to do this. They, you don't have to worry about that on Lifetime. No, 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 no. I guess that's what, yeah, maybe I should check out some Lifetime movies. But I don't know if I'm in the right headspace for it because, guys, I have a Christmas confession. I have a Christmas confession, and this is difficult, but I feel like I need to say it. Um... Yesterday, I was listening to, uh, you know, how Spotify makes the fun mixes for you. And they made me like a Christmas mix. And I was listening to the song, Mary Did You Know, weeping 
for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and I was just having a bit of a day, and then I looked and I saw who sang it, and it was Pentatonics. And I hate Pentatonics. Yeah. I hate Pentatonics, but God damn it, I don't know if it has something to do. You know what? Isn't there something when you when you hit a certain note, it makes you cry, right? Yeah. Isn't that like a thing? I think that they're. I, I blame the harmonies. I think that the harmonies were maybe too good that I immediately burst into tears. But I felt the need that I needed to tell you guys because of my open hatred for Pentatonix. Pentatonix knows what the fuck they're doing. I know. They're good at what they do. And you know what I did? I listened to a whole album of Pentatonix. It's okay. It's okay. I got Pentatonix on one of my Christmas playlists. It's okay. I listened to the whole album. It's all right. It was delightful. (laughs) (laughs) It was goddamn delightful. And I was so mad at myself. I'm so mad at myself. Jackie, in solidarity, I'm going to listen to Pentatonix on my way home today. But also listen to Mary Did You Know because it's beautiful. <laughs> Mary Did You Know, how does Mary Did You Know go? Mary Did You Know? Mary Did You Know That? Oh, how do you it... don't know Mary Did You Know? Oh, it's, no. Because Mary Did You Know is one that Henry and I have made fun of for a really long time because it's like, Mary Did You Know that your baby boy would someday walk on water? Mary Did You Know? <laughs> It's like, when you kiss him, you kiss the face of God. It's a very, very religious song. But the thing is, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what came over me. It's a, they did a beautiful rendition of it. And again, I am not, I am not, uh, I'm not a, a, a religious person by any means, but there was just something about it. My, and it was beautiful. My favorite genre of Christmas music is, I think I must have spoken about this before, like, uh, it's very religious songs about the birth of Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Much yeah. better than the Santa ones. Oh, so much better. They really are. Yeah, and just the general, uh, like, deep cut Christian ones, like yeah. uh, Good King Wenceslas. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I'll love that song. <laughs> I know all the verses. I want a song. Uh, give me a Christmas song with like seven verses, yeah. each one getting more majestic and more holy the longer it goes. Like, I, I really love the extreme church music. Like, the very, I mean, I don't, may, there must be levels of church music I don't even know about. But the ones that you sang at church concerts when you were young, like, mm-hmm. that is the level of Christmas carol that I want. I don't want up on the housetop. It's fine jingle bells whatever like but i want the ones that are about angels and wise men and emmanuel and you know like <laughs> all of it all of it all mayor i want the bible shit i don't know why but that's my shit i get you. It's, a, it's the same with oh holy night when i yeah. listen to oh holy night which is like especially uh, i love mariah carey's version of oh holy night which is like uh, like Fall on your knees, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, no, holy night. You gotta get a guy. You gotta get a bass to sing that. Like that's also a good. Yeah. Holy night. Uh-huh. Yep. That it, yeah. Jesus Christ <laughs> is shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. I like the deep singing of it. Definitely. But there's something about that, like, exaltation part Absolutely. that Mariah Carey just fucking... Because that was, like, in her heyday. Yeah. That she nails 
it's really good. And I like Little Drummer Boy, even though it's... I feel like Little Drummer Boy walks that line between a Christ story. It's definitely about him being there when Jesus was born. But then it's also just kind of like... Just about, a romp. Yeah, it is, yeah, a romp a bum bum. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun little scat. Yeah. Also, I think that I, I was writing an Instagram caption the other day, and I was making a joke about the little drummer boy turning him into a little drummer man. And I didn't realize what the actual song was about. Was that, like, he, like... He's like, I ain't got shit, Jesus, but like, I got this drum. Yeah. God played this drum for you. And you know what? Isn't that nice? Shall I play for you? <laughs> from the pump pump. Me and my yeah, drum. Yeah, that's all he had. Yeah, no, I like that. Hey, Jesus, I'm here. I ain't got nothing, but hey, guess what? One day old baby, the zero day old baby is like screaming. Why you play the drum in my face? Mary is like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? This baby needs to eat and sleep. I'm trying to teach this baby how to breastfeed. The fact that this all happened on the day of Jesus' birth, babies can't they're just like little yeah. mushy, slimy blobs. Yeah, babies yeah. don't appreciate percussionists. <laughs> they can't no. have myrrh at that age. <laughs> if you're like the Zabrowskis or the Cranks, finally I get to say that sentence, thank God, and you are dreaming about the days of cruisiness, maybe I need to make a holiday change. You can definitely disown your family and go and live out your lifelong dreams of marrying the abominable snowman, or... And you can make an easy change that your body will thank you for. Switching to aluminum-free deodorant. I recently made the switch with Kopari's coconut deodorant. And those are your only options, so please choose wisely. Unlike most traditional deodorants, Kopari's deodorant is aluminum-free and vegan. It's also free of silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda. So it's great for sensitive skin. It never gives me the hate bumpies after I shave, neither. It's begging me for keeny season, and it's too cold for keeny season. But it never stops begging, so I said, well, screw it, and I put on a keeny. Kopari's deodorant fights odor with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil. It doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue, just the sweet, subtle scent of fresh coconut milk. It's so much easier to smell like a cruise miss than go on a cruise miss. You know what I mean? It hurts me to say it, but sometimes reality is a snake that lives inside your burrow hole and you gotta face it to get any sleep. And it outlasts your longest days. This is Kobari's number one selling product. They can barely keep it in stock. I love that they offer a deodorant subscription. You just choose how often you want to receive it and they ship it to you automatically for free. So you never run out of deodorant again, which is perfect because I don't think I've ever taken this keeny off and I don't want it to turn into a stinkini. I grossed myself out on that one. Kopari offers a money-back guarantee, so there's no reason not to try it today. Go to koparibeauty.com slash page 7 to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash page 7. Koparibeauty.com slash page 7. No, and I'm really excited to... I forget, do we talk about this every year? Have we ever brought up the Will Vinton's uh, Claymation Christmas celebration? The one uh, with the raisinets? <laughs> I do think about the raisinets uh, an uncommonly large amount. <laughs> I think about the raisinets a lot. Do you really? I don't know why, but the raisinets pop up in my head like fairly often. What about the raisinets? 
are the California raisins, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm calling yeah. raisinets, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, the California raisins. The what do you think about? What do you think about? Them? I just think about how weird it was that there was a time in uh, in American history where we were all really obsessed with uh, singing raisins. Uh huh. That sunglasses oh, yeah. on that sang soul classics because they were awesome. <laughs> that yeah. that was there was like toys. There were toys. I had a toy. I had a California Raisins toy. It was oh, one yeah. of my favorite toys. Uh-huh. It had bendy arms. Uh huh. And um, they all had bendy arms, didn't they? They yeah. had their little spindly, skinny Hell little yeah, arms. Hell yeah, they did. Right? Yeah, but just think about that time, mm-hmm. and uh, especially around Christmas. <laughs> Maybe you're remembering the Claymation Christmas celebration. I think I might be, because I remember I definitely put uh, the California Raisins in Christmas very close, in in close approximation. I think we had a a California Raisins Christmas ornament that I particularly loved. In your scene in the Hallmark movie, you're going to be talking to some girl who loves you, and she's going to be like, what did you do when you were a kid growing up for Christmas? And you're going to just like go glassy-eyed and be like, I you dancing with the California raisins. <laughs> I think that's a great flashback to having it because in um, Claymation Christmas Celebration, they sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but they do it in the same way that the Temptations sang it. Nice. But uh, see, I always remember that like there's these like three doo-wop singing camels that sing We Three Kings in the Claymation Christmas Celebration that is fantastic. <laughs> it's, one, it, it's one of my favorite, because like, it showed, it, it debuted the same year that Garfield's Christmas debuted, and they went back to back, and I think that, so I always would watch them, because I had it taped, and it, so I would watch them back to back, and I forgot about this special completely, and until I believe last year. So essentially, it's like a soul Christmas claymation that also has the California raisins in it. That and it's great. And it's hosted by dinosaurs? Yeah, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. I highly, highly recommend it. It's so good. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Oh, wow. Uh, Angels We've Heard on High is uh, it's an instrumental version which is performed alongside an an interpretive ice ballet performed by a pair of walruses and several dismayed penguins. See, this is what the children nowadays are missing. What? And then the whole well, cast comes back and sings, Here We Come a Wassailing. I love yeah. Here We Come a Wassailing. <laughs> Here We Come a Wassailing. And it's great because then the geese sing, Here We Come a Waddling, which is really cute. <laughs> oh, and then the pigs come and say, Here We Come a Wallowing. <laughs> while they're eating a whole bunch of fruit uh, gorging themselves on an abundance of assorted fruit is what the wikipedia page says i just i really i really highly recommend it to you guys i feel like it's up there with like the emmett otters christmas special as well where it's just like this is weird but like i'm into it yeah this sounds fantastic i think i gotta watch this i'll send you a link to it so you remember you have to show it to the fam thank you are you reading up more about yeah, I was just very uh, curious about it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I got yeah, distracted. No, I also lost myself in looking at images of it. I, I, I was def- like, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to watch it. I think I'm going to watch it today. I think I'm going to watch it. I think this is a nice thing uh, after work tonight. After work's done, sit down with the lady and the dog, and we'll watch uh, the California, we'll watch the Claymation Christmas Celebration. 
Well, especially it's like 20 minutes long. It's yeah. great. It's exactly what you want. And it's got the good carols in it. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's but also, speaking of carols that we have not discussed this Christmas season that seems to have been lasting for 100,000 years this year. I think, I think might. we might like <laughs> it. <laughs> We are, I think we got to do our yearly viewing of I Think You Might Like It. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I was thinking about it all day. And, you know, I also found a uh, – it's it's a uh, video that we haven't seen yet. I don't think we've played it here on the show, and I definitely haven't seen it. Is John Travolta in – John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John discussing I Think You Might Like It together. Holy shit. What? Where? It's uh, If you type in John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John on I Think You Might Like It Sirius XM, it'll come up. It's only got 13,000 views. Why? (laughs) And it's been online for six years. What Dude, should we do? Should we, what do they talk about with it? I don't know. Should we watch this one first before we watch the actual video? Yeah, maybe we should because there might be some people out there. Uh, we have, might have some new listeners that aren't uh, privy to our six-year-long Christmas. <laughs> you know, guys, we do have a Christmas tradition. We do. We absolutely. It's I think you might like it's it. It's I think you might like it. We have a Christmas tradition that we What's made all What's your Christmas tradition? <laughs> We gather around the screen and we watch <laughs> Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta's inexplicable video. And make our video. jokes about wallet chains and <laughs> what they're doing in an airport. <laughs> and it is a delight. Because honestly, I look forward to this every year. Me too. I only watch it once a year. Me too. I don't watch it without you guys. No, can't not do at all. It. No, not, can't do it. So what do we do first? Do we listen to the interview first or yeah. do we... Uh, I, I, I say we listen to the interview first. Interview first, because yeah, we got to save the best for last. Yeah, because we got, of course, we got to let everybody know that I think you might like it. Is a uh, strange Christmas song uh, and video the, that Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta made together in 2012. <laughs> uh, and for years, we've had we've not known why it was made, uh, <laughs> specifically why this video was made. Uh, they so did a whole Christmas made. album together. The whole thing is very poorly made. Uh, but now we might finally get an answer. Because also, especially with how much money they both have, there's no reason for this to be made so shoddily. No. There's no reason for it. No, not at all. The video of I Think I Might Like It with your family, that? with that Isn't little that Benjamin. Isn't he adorable? He steals it. Doing he steals that. it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, okay, Benjamin, and happy dance. Come on, baby. Happy dance. And he started doing John dance. Travolta He's John is so weird. Oh, <laughs> oh, that dancing is just, yeah. it's the But best. also, who is this host? Ellen, to see your wife, to see everybody, and, and your neighborhood, right? My whole my whole neighborhood in Ocala in Florida, they, yeah. they all joined us, and I purposely let them dance exactly how they like to dance. Yeah. Oh. And it was so much fun, and it, and it, because, you know, it's not a complicated video. We followed the lyric literally. It's not you know? a complicated I, video. So good no. to get the wheels down. Okay, the that plane was gets plane, the wheels down. Right? Yeah. We land. I, we see Olivia and I see each other. We love each other up. We dance a bit, and then when the families come to join each other, the military families come home to their families, yes. and then Kelly comes in and meets uh, Ella and her girlfriends, and yeah. there's this unity of whether you're uh, Olivia and John John Travolta coming home for Christmas, or you're the military guy, or your family coming to see grandma and grandpa. 
everyone wants to be home for Christmas. Yes. So uh, we just follow. I love him though. Yeah, you know what? I love him. He's so <laughs> sincere. If it hadn't been for a color, I would have had my husband and my daughter and my sister in it. But they're oh, on the other did. side of the country, so we could. You were filming there. And she called. Uh, Olivia called me and said, "You know, so I have, you are I have filming a, a there. Could we do a little bit of footage around your plane to show on talk shows." Oh yeah, good. And yeah. I said. That may not cut it. We may have to do a this whole This poor interviewer is like, oh, let's so talk about it like it's a real thing. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh. You made this. We just did it. We came up with it as we, we came. And then the, the little step we created was a kind of homage to you're the one that <gasps> The little step we created. Do, do yes. this one, do this one. Okay, we ran out on the time. We did it. Everything was perfect. Oh, oh so they choreographed the it themselves. Yeah. The video, she flipped over it. Because it was, you know, a little bit of her choreography in the day. Oh, so, you yeah. know, it was our, our homage to, to, Pat. <laughs> to oh. Pat, you know. The dancing was so great. The dancing was not <laughs> so great. <laughs> so Don't lie to them. Is so great. I'm so glad we watched this first. All right. So that makes so much sense. I feel like every year we learn a little bit more. <laughs> I was not aware of the fact that it was shot in Ocala, Florida, which I don't know if y'all have been to Ocala, Florida. But it makes a lot of sense <laughs> that that is the that these are the, not this you know not, I'm sorry not talk shit on Ocala, but I mean I feel like if you're from Ocala or if you are aware of Ocala, you know what I'm talking about. It's a it's a Florida, it's real Florida, and that's where John Travolta lives because those strangers, those people that we uh, did not know and have been puzzling us for years, those are just his neighbors. He just went and knocked on doors and asked if they wanted to be in a weird video. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? They're like, sure. And now they're like, oh, what have we done? Why are we <laughs> I don't know if video? they are, though, because they a lot of them, I feel like if John Travolta asked me to do that, I would be like, fuck, yeah. And then go and be like, okay, you want me to do these steps? <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get fucking weird with it, dude. Okay, cool. And I mean, also, even if they were embarrassed, I think we're legit the only community of people who consistently watches this video. So. <laughs> very, very possibly. It is very, very possible that we might be the only ones still watching this. Uh, no, it's got 9.4 million views. I think you might like it. It's a bit of a sleeper hit. Is it a sleeper hit? <laughs> Did we do that, though? Because we've been talking about this every year. And we I don't, don't have that many listeners. We don't, no. but, but a few years ago, didn't uh, we should play the tape. I feel like we <laughs> talked about how many views it had. In year, every year, you say how many views it had. And it has a lot more this year. Know, m- maybe we're patient zero. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I think, yeah, we should start tracking it every year. I think this should be our new thing. Just to make sure that it's getting the success that it deserves. Yeah, I just want to, if we're boosting this this video that clearly Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta still take seriously, then we should get some credit for it. Pretty harsh uh, upvote downvote ratio, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it? 19K up, 15K down. Oof. Whoa. I mean, they still come out in the black, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like at the same time, you know what? They put a lot of effort into it, kind of. Did they? And you gotta you, Couldn't they have found it. a real airport instead of that airport? Oh, oh, wow. The fifth most popular comment on I Think You Might Like It on the video mentions us. Said page seven brought me here. Hey. Hell yeah. That's great. That's fu- fucking fantastic. One thing uh, I like I about this video- I think that we video, might like it. 
is I the my my hometown airport of Dubuque, Iowa has a new airport now, but we used to have a very small one room airport where as soon as you got off the plane, you like literally walked into a room where all your loved ones were waiting for you. Like everyone was just <laughs> in one room waiting for you. And so watching this video did always make me think very fondly of the Dubuque, Iowa airport. So that's something that even though I do think that it's not a real airport in the video, it is pretty close to the what the Dubuque, Iowa airport feels like. It might be the Ocala airport. It might be the Ocala airport. It's airport. very, because like, there there's a lot of space in Ocala, so I feel like that would make sense that they would have at least a small, because I mean, obviously, it's like Jontra does fly his planes, Yeah. so he must put them somewhere, right? I'm sure he owns the airport. He probably subsidizes it himself. Yeah, that is true. I feel like because also at the same time, yeah, what if it's just like his private landing street? Because who's go- who's flying right to Ocala? Yeah, John Travolta. Fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> Man, you know, John Travolta and O.J. Simpson, Florida's got a lot to speak for. You know, <laughs> and I'm proud of us. Don't forget Casey Anthony. You're right, you're right. As a fellow Floridian, I am, I'm treasured. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Are is we going to do this? Is it time? I think I it's think time. It... <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. This uh, is the Merry true Christmas. beginning of the season. Uh, produced by uh, JTP Films. I can't believe they had a producer, but look at that choreography. They had a producer and two directors for this. Who did they say did the choreography, though? That he was like... Somebody named Pat, I think. Oh, it's just forever. <laughs> I will never get over his facial hair. I know. Every year, I'm like, have yeah. we talked about his goatee? Yeah, every year. Every it's, year. Uh, it's uh, what is it? The hairy magnetic, uh, the magnetic thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Drive slower. Who needs to rush? It's holidays. <laughs> not it. She's definitely in the left lane. Yeah. That's not how they drive in Ocala. I wonder... I wonder if the teenagers were forced to do it by their parents. <laughs> Almost certainly. Uh, there is we it go. him? Uh oh. Wallet chain. I like it. Oh, I think I might like this, it. This, the way they cut this running towards each other scene, it takes so long. <laughs> it's got to be what, what? 50 feet? <laughs> yeah. They're loving oh, on each other. There they are in John Travolta's words, loving on each other. Yeah, you can tell that they are truly attracted to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his actual daughter, right? That, yeah, and not, that's Kelly Preston. That's Kelly, that's Preston. Kelly Preston. Okay, yeah. yes. That's just a couple of old that's people. His yep. That's they his neighbors. That's his neighbors. next door. Right. Yeah. This is a random family. Also, I am reading the lyrics right now. It is these lyrics. I feel like I've been too obsessed with the video to actually listen to the lyrics. I've never listened to the lyrics. <laughs> I don't even know when he sings. I think you might like it. I mean, you got. I'm coming home, but it's the end of this stanza. You might like, like it. it. Little dance we do. You might like it. Hide <laughs> away. Making love all night, and we can cry tomorrow watching It's a Wonderful Life. 
Oh yeah, we've read these lyrics before, Jackie. That's I right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. that they were about. <laughs> I forgot. They're crying. They're crying. I like it. I didn't realize how porny she sounded though. There. Wonder my life. It's always that note that. I. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, the kids are cute, but it's just like I, I don't know what. Uh, Stage in a clump. That last shot is homage to Greece, right? That they drive off. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I swear, in all these years, I've picked up that it goes. I got a little plant for you, and I've never even paid attention to the. (laughs) I think you might like it part that comes right afterwards. Yeah. Let's do a little dance or two. Let's do a little. I like it. And then it's. uh, I I think you might like it. And then we're going to hide away, make it up all night, and we can cry tomorrow, wash away so wonderful why. wonderful life. No, wait. I, I, think I, got, I think I got lyrics that were written by a bot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little love on your pots, because this time of year, parts be smelling like ham bones and flour, because Christmas cooking time slowly but surely leads to Christmas stinking time. So put a little love in your parts, because I'm here to tell you about a company that's bringing the feeling back in a fragrance. That's more. Instead of testing a scent on a strip of paper, or worse, being ambushed by three ghosts trying to make you think about your actions, you can get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. If you like what you hear and see, odds are you'll like the scent. Then you can actually try them on your own skin, at your own place, and pace. Even if you gotta yell, will you please hold the J.D. hammering while you do it. Each Fuller scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments for your real life. Not some silly idea that a celebrity or a clothing designer thinks you should live up to. You gotta stripe them off, Claire. If you wanna save somebody, save yourself. For Fleur a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. No secrets, no nasty ingredients, no BS. And because all that matters is what you like, their scents are gender free. So go ahead, find yourself a lumpy, get a spray down. Everybody gonna be loving how they smelling. Hepcat is my go-to scent. And then I flipped the heckins out because I saw they make candles of the interpretations of the scents now because is it too revealing to say that sometimes I huff a sweater because I dig the way it smells so hard? Also, the scent that goes with Hepcat is called Howl and it gives me a reason to howl at my leisure whilst burning it just to annoy everyone around me. It's a twofer. Fleur creates sustainably crafted award-winning perfumes, delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Feed me, Seymour! I always wondered why he said that at the end of Scrooged. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot com. I just realized, though, for how many times we we sing, I think you might like it. That is not how they sing it in the song. I guess no, no, that's no. what I'm so surprised about. I thought that I think you might like it. In the, 
I didn't. I guess I didn't know how it actually went. Yeah, it's. I think you might like it. <laughs> That's honestly the worst way to sing it. <laughs> Come on, Jackie. I think you might like it. You might like it. You might like it. Because the best part of the song is I've got a little plan for you. It should be called I've got a little plan for you. No, I think you might like it. <laughs> I honestly think they should take our direction and sing it. I think you might like it. I think that's just a better flow to the song, which is why we thought it was that. You've been singing it with such confidence, Jackie, all these years. I thought that you knew how it went, and I didn't. No, I never paid attention. Never, absolutely, absolutely never pay attention. I like to live my life as if I'm, I am Jantra and the boy in the bubble. You know, yeah. it's easier that way, so I don't get any poisons on my skin. But again, I have not seen the boy in the bubble, so I don't know. I don't know what happens in it. He's sick. Uh, I think he's sick and he can't get out of the bubble because if he gets out of the bubble, then he catches cold and dies because his immune system is so fragile. So he has to stay in the bubble and then a girl finds out that there's a boy in a bubble and he's super cute. So she goes and starts a relationship with him. And I think he dies at the end. All I remember about the hearing about the movie is that he actually was banging the, the woman that played his mother while they were shooting the boy in the bubble. That's all I remember. <laughs> because it's a good tidbit of information. That is a good tidbit. That's a great tidbit. But also, was he? I mean, we all, yeah. Was he? I don't think that he was, guys. I think I've seen the boy in the bubble. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was banging Glennis O'Connor, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. You got to, you know, sometimes you got to get your hands up the skirt of someone that plays your mother. Ah, here's how uh, Boy in the Bubble works. In the end, after having a discussion with his doctor who tells him he has built up some immunities, which may possibly be enough to survive the real world, he steps outside his house unprotected, and he and Gina ride off on a horse. He doesn't die? Like you do. I mean, yeah. Who needs horse. to be in a bubble anymore? Get on a horse. You know what? As someone that walks around and lives in everyday life, I wouldn't ride on a horse. Yeah. So how does he just get on a horse? Yeah. Flies are on horses. He's going to get horse fever. Don't get on a Wait, horse. Wait, what's horse fever? <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know what, Marcus? You're from Texas. I never know. Maybe horse fever is a real thing. I don't know. You can't say those things to me. I'm a city gal. I don't know. <laughs> that is one of the fun things about being from the country is I can say shit like that with authority and both you and Henry are like what's that Ooh, do I have to, w- do I have to worry fever. about that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's why I never go near a horse it's a horse fever you're gonna make me look like a right loon in front of a in front of a bunch of cowboys thank you very much you have to give me the right terminology Marcus all right I'll be sure to give you a right the right terminology when the time comes when you're around cowboys yeah I mean it's coming soon I'm gonna find them they're out in Los Angeles somewhere right yeah Compton is that where the horses live yep okay I'll go to the horses cool <laughs> is that like the Kentucky Derby of LA <laughs> is that what happens in Compton possibly I'm not real sure are you being a liar? I'm being a bit of a goofer. A Christmas Are you liar? Being a goofer over there. Are you Actually, being a goofer, Marcus? Actually, there is uh, quite a big cowboy uh, movement going on in Compton. It's very interesting. Go read the article. Interesting. Okay, I'll read an article. About read an it. article. 
Yeah, I could get into that. I mean, I'm sad because we're hitting the end of this episode and we didn't even get into the live-action Aladdin that was uh, put up today. Oh, there'll be plenty of time for that. Oh, we're going to yell about it. Oh, we're going to yell about it. You mean that they tried to make Will Smith look like Sinbad, those bastards? (laughs) We're not going to do that. We're not going to get into Sinbad. Sinbad. Just get Sinbad to do it. Sinbad would be a great genie. Didn't Sinbad already play? No, wait. Well, it that's- was Shaq. Yeah. It, it was Shaq. Oh, We've Shaq, talked baby. about this. It's the alternate reality. It was Shaq. Kazam, yes. It yeah. wasn't Shazam with Sinbad. It was Kazam with Shaq. Wait. Again, though, Shazam was nothing, right? That never existed. Kazam was the move, but Shazam is an app. Shazam is an app. <laughs> right? Shazam is an app. Shazam so I do is know indeed that an app. Much. Yes. See, I know I'm relevant. Guys, I know what's going on. You're relevant. <laughs> Don't put me app. in a boat and send me out to fucking the river. Set me on fire, Norwegian Viking style. All right, it's time for the list. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who's on, on the list? Marcus, gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. Worst Christmas movie flops of all time. Ooh. Number 10, a movie called Everybody's Fine. Sounds Christmassy. I mean, it sounds like my life. Everybody's fine. (laughs) Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. fine. Well, Frank just lost his wife, and without their mother by his side, Frank's grown children aren't compelled to visit for the holidays, so he hits the road to visit them, collecting various revelations and learning about himself along the way. Wait, doesn't it have, like, an insane cast? Yeah, it's got Sam Rockwell, Drew Barrymore, and Robert De Niro. Really? Yeah! What year? Like, 2009, like, nine years ago. Wow. Dude, I forgot about that. I have never, ever possibly seen this movie, but I remember looking at the cast, because, I mean, that is a pretty great cast. Yeah, didn't even reach budget. Lost money. Damn, especially with Sam Rockwell in it. That sucks. Mm -hmm. I'll watch almost anything with Sam Rockwell in it. Number nine, Nutcracker 3D. Oh, God. Is it a porn? Cost 90 million to make, took in 16 million. (laughs) Good Lord. Yep. People who like the Nutcracker go see their real Nutcracker, you know? Yeah, you don't really, yeah, you don't go see a man named Daniel Mogax. Play the trolley bus orchestra conductor. No. Wait, it's the Nutcracker. That is the, it's a ballet, right? It is. And people are crazy about it. They see it every year. It's a tradition. I've never, it's the traditions that we don't have. Exactly. It's a tradition that I've never done. I've never seen it. I know nothing about it. I know there's a rat, right? I can't can't confirm or deny. I cannot confirm or deny the The existence of a rat in uh, Nutcracker. All three of us know nothing about the Nutcracker. I am surprised by that. Yeah, I'm a little surprised too. No, I know absolutely nothing. I think it's because I was always jealous of the violins, you know? I never liked ballet. I was more of a tap gal. I know, you love your tap. You know, there's and there's actually two Nutcracker failures. They tried to do a Nutcracker, the motion picture, in 1986. People don't want it. They want it live. Nutcracker thing. Took in less than a million dollars. Isn't it like Christmas King Kong? Isn't that what this movie is? It's a ballet. The story of the like, Nutcracker. I just feel like people who want ballet, they know what they want. They want a live ballet, and mm-hmm. they go to the live ballet. You know what I mean? I don't think other people want that. I mean, I'm sure it's beautiful. I just I've, never had the opportunity. Yeah, you know? I mean, people love it. I'm sure it's amazing, but I just feel like it's a specific, you know, there's like Nutcracker people. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. There is definitely Nutcracker people every year. They go see the Nutcracker. Just like how there's like the damn Mormon Tabernacle Christmas Choir people. You know, people have uh-huh. their ri- rituals. Yeah. The what is it? The Manhattan Transfer is mm-hmm. that the other big Christmas one? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I always get them confused with the Trans Siberian Orchestra, but yeah. I love the Trans Siberian Orchestra. You know, it's funny. I was thinking of Trans Siberian Orchestra. That's what I was trying to think of. Yes, because Manhattan Transfer is, I think, another one of those. But I think they're more schmaltzy than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saving Christmas, starring Kirk Cameron, number Oof. three. Yikes. 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 Wow, he must be jealous that his sister is in a bunch of very mildly successful Christmas movies. Dude, I bet he is. Especially as like a princess of like all that is holy at Hallmark. I wonder if he... He must do some things on the Hallmark Channel with her, right? He, I don't know. It sounds like he made this movie to try to be like, I also do Christmas movies, and then failed. That's sad. And uh, the worst one of all time, uh, Mrs. Worthington's Party, <laughs> uh, which I've never, I've never heard. Stars, uh, nobody. <laughs> well, you know, that's what happens. Uh, what do they expect? If you're not Hallmark, you need to have, although I guess at the same time, there's everybody's fine. So even though there was big people in it, it didn't really matter. Yeah, that's the synopsis. A priest arrives in a tiny fishing village the week before Christmas to shut down a dying parish and becomes entangled in the lives of the town's eccentric characters while learning the power of forgiveness and redemption. Written, directed, and starring David Wall. Who is that? So this is just like one guy's project. Mm-hmm. He's known for Gold Dust, Joe and Joe. Oh man, <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Worthington's party. You <laughs> know what? I'm intrigued. Oh, and he played uh, Randy in the CBS School Break special Little Miss Perfect in 1987. Good for him, right, David Wall. Looks like David Wall made a lot of money and then decided to uh, make. Movies. He was a director and producer after mm-hmm. he had money. Is it a priest's job to go and shut down churches? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what priests do? Well, Am I not aware? Well, it looks like he released Mrs. Worthington's Party in 2007 and then re-released it this year as Noel, N-O-E-L-L-E, Little Girl Named Noel. That was oh. the name of the main character from that damn Hallmark movie. Oh. Lifetime movie. But he's also not starring in that movie, so maybe he realized what his brutal mistake was. It's not that the movie's not good, it's that he's not good in it. Damn. Which also, you know what? Good of him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to fall on the sword. It's a Christmas lesson that he learned. And it, it is. is a Christmas lesson. All right, it's time for Blind Adams. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see him. Juicy, juicy. Juicy. Ooh, how Christmas juicy is it today, Marcus? Pretty sure this A-list television actress from a sh- from a show that went from great to what in the hell are they even talking about or doing in about a season found out her co-star boyfriend is cheating on her. Riverdale? How dare you? You oh, better yeah. not say it's Betty and Jughead. It's definitely Riverdale, and it's got to be Betty and Jughead. Is Betty and Jughead? No! No, I was just reading an article about how she said how, how great his his dick work was. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he's cheating on her. Well, mm. well. Mm, I'm just saying. 
Whoa! I'm just saying. I'm I'm just don't you know. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't trust him. But Um, they're the king and queen of the CW. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to trust people who've been famous. No, if that if that is true, then love doesn't exist. I'm I'm skeptical. I'm afraid to trust people who've been famous for a long time, even though it's not their fault if they become child actors. But I'm worried with with what it could do to one's head. But he went a good. 10 years without being famous. Remember that. After Zack and Sweet Life, Cody, yeah, whatever they went the to like, that show was. They, Cole and Dylan Sprouse both went to NYU and like had jobs. They lived in dorms. They did the whole thing because their parents were like, go live a life. You need to go figure things out. Okay. And like be an actual adult. All right. Rather than, so... All right, I take it back. I just am still hung up on the fact that he's the kid from Big Daddy. I just mm-hmm. can't deal I understand. with it. Uh, I do understand. Look trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, but I do want to get some of. Um, Dylan Sprouse has a brewing company, and I guess that he's making. I don't know if he's doing just beers or if he's also doing wines and stuff. But uh, I know nothing about the distillation of. I don't know. Just put the booze in my mouth. But I am very <laughs> intrigued. And that's the only uh, blind item that I got. People apparently are taking off time from being naughty. Yeah, uh, I doubt that. <laughs> no, it's just everyone, you know, they're all under wraps and doing their own holiday things, which is, you know what? Good for them. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. This has been delightful. We are not going to see you next week. We will see you the week after, right before we ring in the new year, because we've got holidays to endure. <laughs> and I have a lot more Christmas movies to watch because I haven't watched Jingle All the Way yet. There's a lot of, uh, I haven't watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yet. I've got, I save my big hitters for the end. And so I've got, I got a whole week of movie watching. But also if you would like to join us, we are going to be live stream uh, sibling watching the Muppet Christmas Carol with my family here in LA and we are going to sing along. So just head on over to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash page seven podcast and you can get all the details there of how to join us. And if you can't catch it, hell, we'll post it and you can watch it later because we are going to drink and we are going to sing. I love you guys very much. Thank you again for joining us. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm Marcus Beck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's rip the tip. It's time to get Charles Dickened. <laughs> yeah, I said it. 